Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest podcast. I'm a music industry podcast with um, me, Matt Bacon, and my beautiful co-host, Curtis Dewar, where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. Wonderful. Wonderful, beautiful, wonderful Curtis Dewar. Today, we are going to be talking about something very important. Yeah. That is very important for me that you guys have a good handle on. And this is content. Yes. And specifically on today's episode, because obviously all we talk about is content to yep. some extent, yep. but specifically we want to talk about social media content. Yeah. So. But this can apply to anything, anywhere, any anything that we talk about. Yeah. Well, for content, not necessarily to your love life or something, but I guess even there. Anyway, yep. social media content. Yep. Let's go. Doer. Okay, so I guess we want to talk about coming up with content in general. Like one one thing I know a lot of people like I'll tell them to start posting on social media and they'll be like, I have nothing to say. So you gotta like come up with ideas of things to post. Like for example, me and Matt do a video every single day and it's fucking tough to come up with ideas. Would you not agree with that, Matt? Um, I would imagine for someone who isn't a visionary like me, it's tough. Oh, yes. So you're so you're perfect at it, obviously. No, it's definitely like I definitely like I um like I, I definitely encourage people to ask questions and it's it's not because like 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 yeah, it's because I wanna like personally answer their question, but also like I don't fucking know what I'm gonna talk about. Yeah. Like literally, I probably spend more time like I always film them on my front porch. Yeah. I probably spend more time sitting on that step thinking about what I'm gonna talk about than actually filming. Yep. I don't know if I do that, but I mean, one way that I know personally that I get ideas is I'll go down my Twitter feed or my Facebook feed and I'll look at what people are talking about a lot of the times and then I'll use it as ammo. And also the same thing too. A lot of people say they don't like repeating themselves, but I've probably repeated myself like probably at least 50 times since I've been doing this. And you know what? Nobody seems to mind and people forget rather easily on stuff that you've already said. And sometimes you have more you want to say about it or more you want to elaborate on it. So personally, I find that fine. You can recycle content all you until the cows come home and you can probably find some, some new way of talking about it is my opinion. Yeah. I, I, th I think it's important normally to bring a different angle on it. That's what I try to do. Yeah. That's, that's, that's obviously it. Obviously you don't want to repeat yourself, but I mean like recycle it in a way from a different angle, obviously not just like, same thing that you said two weeks ago exactly because i think that's just aggravating and stupid and i agree and I this agree. is hard you know like like don't use recycling content as an excuse to publish the same four things on instagram yep you know but like i reversely you can also recycle content that you use on instagram for facebook or for twitter or for youtube oh, definitely definitely and i'm all about that but what i'm saying is that I think there's a lot of groups who, you know, and I, I've been this guy because just because the band, like I was running a band social media, they just weren't giving me content. Yeah. They just, you know, where you just have to post the same show flyer, yeah. you know, five times in a month. And that's not really helpful, mm. you know? So like if you can, Generate as much content as you can, you know, so that, that way you don't have to post the show, the show flyer five times in a month, but you post it once and then you post maybe a variant on it and you come up with other stuff. Maybe you shout out the other bands coming up by 
cutting in a segment of one of their music videos. Yep, sharing an album that you like from that you recently heard, showed another band, maybe a book you're reading, picture of your cat, your dog, your lizard, you know, all those yeah. different things. You could put fucking do um take a picture of something and then just draw like a mustache on it or something like that. You know, there's all yeah. sorts of things that you can do for content if you're really stuck on ideas. Now here's a question. Here's something I deal with a lot with black metal bands, Curtis, and I'm curious for your thoughts. Black yeah. metal in particular, but it could apply to a variety of bands. Yeah. Basically, either the band is shy uh, or, you know, and they'll say, oh, I'm too shy for social media. Yeah. Or they're, um, or I think that this is more in the case of black metal bands. They're not sure how to do social media in a way that's on brand. Yeah, that drives me nuts in a way because I think you still can. Like, I um, like I, I worked with a black metal band in the past that um, refused to do any interviews because they thought that was part of their mysterious image. But the problem is, is that they weren't making any sales because nobody knew who they were. And that's fine to be mysterious, but bring the mysterious angle to your interviews and to your content. You know what I mean? You can be mysterious while still putting your name out there. You know what I mean? Like, okay. that's a great example of that. Or were in the beginning. <laughs> Did you know there there is a ghost cover band in Vegas? I'm not surprised, but I did not know that. I really want to go see them. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this is sort of an important thing to realize, I think, is like you can always create content and you can always find stuff that's on brand, you know, and it's hard. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, like I always recommend, I made a bacon bit about it that will be running today. Yeah, I always recommend like post about two things. A, your friend. This can go for literally anyone in any genre. You can post about A, your friends' bands. Yeah. You know, and yeah. B, uh, like old school obscure bands or like obscura from classic bands. Yeah. Right. So like Instagram, or you're talking about just where in general? Facebook and Instagram. You know what also works? And again, I'm going to be I'm going to be told sexist to be saying this. If you put a girl on your merchandise and you post it to Instagram, yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah, that's why there's like those stupid hashtags of you know death metal girls of Instagram stupidities like that. Death metal chick hashtags. Is that a thing? Oh, huh. Well, here's the thing. Like I, I use this one app to find my hashtags a lot of the time. And I'll give suggested ha hashtags for um, certain things. So you put in the death metal tag, it's insane. Almost all the suggested tags are like death chick, death metal girl, death metal girls. I mean, it's like just stupid. Huh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the app, but anyways. Anyways, yes, that, that's that, that, but yeah. Point being, you know, you can't like, and at the end of the day, what I would do, yeah. like what I, when I, I was running, social media for a top five black metal band um, last year for about six months. And, um, you know, one thing I did was just looked at other bands and tried to see, you know, what they were doing that was relevant that I could learn from. Black metal bands, you mean? Yeah, well, you know, well, just because, like, 
you know, if the band isn't on tour, they weren't sure what kind of content to give or whatever. So I literally just was like, okay, I'm going to go on Encyclopedia Metallum, look up the similar bands, and just figure out what they're doing and use that for content inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not because, like, I wasn't, like, some super genius. I was just like, let's see what Dumu Borgir are doing. Maybe they have some cool ideas I can steal. See what Fenris is doing today. Maybe what hipster band is he talking about now? Yeah, Fenris is a master of content. Like for someone who wants to like be obscure in his castle in Norway. He doesn't really, he just says that. Yeah, but he's he's aware he's just saying that. That's part of the fun of Fenris. I know. Um Fenris Fen- is a master of personal branding, if you're ever trying to understand that shit. He's a total master, and you need to watch him. And anybody that thinks that he's being serious when he says he doesn't want to be known about as an idiot because obviously he does. I and mean, he'll write for, for places like Pitchfork, for God's sakes. You know, you don't not want to be known if you're writing for Pitchfork or Stereo Gum or whatever the hell the big name magazines he writes for are, right? Yeah. But it's interesting because despite that, he still doesn't want to play live. Um, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, uh, that, yeah, I don't really understand that part of him, but yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, you know, so like, again, and also like, you're not going to be, you're never going to be like as true black metal as fucking Fenris. <laughs> That's debatable whether he is true black metal or not, but Hey, whatever. Okay. How about this? You'll never have the black metal cred of Fenris. There you go. Like that guy probably burned down a church. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, regardless anyway not in church that's awesome shout outs to other bands are very valuable they are and he's a master at that too because he started the band of the week thing too yeah and when you're shouting out other bands don't expect something from that band yeah you know like that's not what it's about it's about the, the eight people who see your post now think you know about your scene and if if they think you know about your scene well then they're a little bit more likely to you know, to help you out and to get somewhere. Yeah. You know, because people want other people who engage with their community. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need to show that you are engaged. And, and you know, not knowing about the bands is going to make sure you're not taken seriously. So let's, so let's give people a couple of ideas of how they can come up with content if they're feeling stuck. Because that seems to be the most common question is how do I come up with content? So we already said look at big bands, copy what they do. Well, you don't want to copy necessarily, but you want to use it as a model. Adapt. Yeah. Because if you don't write copy, that's not good. But if, I'm just clarifying. I know that's not what you meant. So I just don't want to be listening to this and go, I'm Curtis at the copy. He did, but he didn't mean copy. He meant use it as a model for what you're doing, correct? Yeah, you fucking squares. You hooligans. Plagiarism is, is frowned upon. Do not directly plagiarize. Okay, give another one, Matt, and I'll give a couple. Okay. Um, other ones, um, outside of like direct shout outs to your scene and to your community, um, you know, just sort of like sharing articles you think are interesting, Yep. you know, cause I think it's very important. Like I appreciate that you don't want to share like, and even if like, you don't want to share like a stance, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe you don't want to be like, Oh, I, uh, you know, I think that what live nation is doing is bad. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. But like, 
if you're, you know, if you're a sludge metal band, you can just share an article about sludge metal. There's no penalizing you. You know, the publication is actually going to be more likely to review you. Actually, that's what I would recommend. Yeah. Is if I were, if I were a band getting PR with Curtis. Okay. I would ask him, what are your 30 most likely publications that you get into? Okay. You know, and then I would, and then I would go and I would post, I would take recent posts from them and share them and say, what a great review. That's actually a really good idea, Matt. And if anybody, any, if any of my clients are listening to this, take that advice. Cause that is actually a brilliant piece of, that is a brilliant idea. I don't know if I do it with 30 necessarily, but at least with five to 10 minimum. Yeah, I, I don't know. I pulled 30 out of my ass. Yeah. Simultaneously, yeah. by Instagram DM, I would reach out and I would say, hey, man, your page is really cool. I would not say, even if I, I would ideally not message from a band trust account. my clients with that, but okay. What? I said, I don't know if I trust my clients with Instagram DMs to publications, but okay. I no, I'm just saying like if you're like a disciplined band who want to like get reviewed, yeah. I would find those people on Instagram and DM them from your band page and not ask for anything. This is the key point. Don't this, ask for anything without talking to your publicist. <laughs> like don't don't say check out my band. Yeah. Literally just send a message that says no dick pics. No I re- I really like your band like your page uh, or yes exactly i like what you have to say thank you um you know i really admire what you're doing that's all you, you say now you think they should do it from their band page i think they should do it from a personal page personally but well it's the only concern i'd have is that instagram is like like it's not like facebook where like you can put like profession Oh yeah, good point. Good point for Instagram. Good point. Good you know, point. I would I would do it on Instagram if you if your Instagram is like exclusively band shit, and like if your if your account is you know is like directly tied in. Yeah. But if you know, or like the fucking name of your bands in the bio. But if that's not the case, then I would probably do it from the band page just to make it blatantly clear to the journalist this person appreciates me. And making making sure that you are not talking about. Your here's a link to my album. I just want to say that again for the hundredth time for the first other for the ten people that probably didn't hear that. Yeah, and again, just show the love and don't expect anything. And coordinate with your publicist if you do get into a position where you can ask anything. Exactly. Coordinate. I've actually had it where I've arranged exclusive premieres and the band has gone behind my back and organized it out somewhere else without telling me it's rare, but it does happen. Yeah. Anyway, we've For taken you. up too much of our listeners valuable time. We might be. Yes. But I wanted to give my, one of oh, my, right, sorry. Yes, of course it's your turn. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry you not giving value to other people, Matt. Uh, two things that really work. I don't say. need to give you value, Curtis. You don't need to give me value. Um, Pets. Taking a picture with your pet always works. Well, 99.9% of the time, unless you have an ugly pet. But even if you have an ugly pet... I think that would be better. 
Like, if you have a fucking, uh, what's the really ugly dog? Like the Chinese. Um... Oh yeah, I can't remember the name. But they're ugly. ugly. And they always win the world's ugliest dog contests. Yeah, that that might work. But if you had something like, if you had like, if you have an ex- exotic animal, it'd probably work even better. But I mean, don't go to a zoo and try to get your picture taken next to a lion, obviously, or something like that. But you know, if you gotta... do, that would probably work. Yeah, right before you end up getting your head bit off. But uh... we need fewer people on this planet. Well, all right. So, pet, <laughs> pet exotic animal, and if you don't have a pet or an exotic animal, and you're super allergic to pets, get a stuffy. Post, post something with a stuffy. This is a joke. Um, that does work. Sometimes I've seen people do that to to good results. Um, so the animal trick almost always works. It's not really a trick, but if you post something with an animal on it, it almost always gets your results. The other thing too is if you post something about um, what you did today, for example, that almost all, like if you show some insight into your life, people like to see that a lot of the times. Like Matt does it a lot. I do that a fair amount, a ton, but Matt, Matt is always talking about stuff that he did today. Yeah. Well, but again, I'm also only posting achievements. Well, you're still talking about, but you do it on like, there's different platforms. Like I've seen you post on Facebook things you did today. You don't necessarily do it on Instagram, but you know what I mean? Yeah, well, but, well, yeah, and that's, you know, and, that, and this sort of circles back the the best piece of social media advice I was ever given was basically only post achievements. Yeah, or self-deprecating things too. Yeah. And if you're only posting achievements, you're going to get more traction. Unless you're doing self-deprecating posts as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That also works. Like if you're always only, like my, my take on it, because I agree with you on the achievement part, but I think you also need to balance it out a little bit with self-deprecating stuff. Like, uh, you know, like this morning, like, for example, I'll probably post later today about the stupidity I did this morning. Like I was, like I uh, went to uh, wipe something, a fly landed on my nose and I went to wipe, uh, smack it off. I ended up cutting my nose with my ring because it caught on my nose as I went to uh, swipe at the fly. That's pretty funny. Well, that's why this morning I did an Instagram video. I'm surprised, I, like... My nose was a bit, bit bloody on the side because I'd cut it on my ring well because of the stupid fly. I feel like I have enough people making fun of me on social media for me to have to go out and make fun of myself. Well, but, it, but it's good because I... Know, it's definitely good. It is. Like, I'll do that on Twitter all the time. I'll, if I do something stupid, I'll, I'll, I'll flat out do it. Like, one time I, I mistakenly was, was talking to someone that I thought was someone else. I was like, oops, later. Posted on social media. Exactly. Anyway, um, what do you have to plug, Mr. Dewar? Oh, I got a lot of stuff to plug. I, um, well, here's one, two things that happened in the last 24 hours, three things. I'll go over premieres that I had. I had Wills Dissolve at No, no Clean Singing yesterday. They're a progressive death metal band, really, really good. I had another death metal band premiere today at Drunken a Graveyard, Crucible of Hate. Their f- full new album is uh, streaming at uh, Drunken a Graveyard. And Carpe Noctum is streaming at Cult. Uh, Cult nation today got those three things go check them out and if you don't check them out you're a jerk take no prisoners i see that's right and if you want to and if you're a journalist and you want to review any of them get in touch awesome um i've been very busy uh trying to generate the most value i can for you our dear listeners um as i've said before I will make you a free hashtag list literally today if you email me. 
I know hashtags are something that's very difficult that not everyone understands. I've read a couple books about them that kind of have a handle on how it works. Um, so, you know, that, that is something free I want to offer you just for taking the time out of your day to listen to fucking the Canadian and I ramble. Yeah, eh? <laughs> uh, Curtis is currently recording this from inside of Tim Hortons. Yeah, eh? That's right. Tim Hortons in, uh, in the uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. Do I even want to know what that is? That's where the Toronto Maple Leafs play. It's like the biggest uh, hockey, hockey place here. Hockey arena. <laughs> the biggest hockey place. I, my, my, I went blank for a second there. I almost called it a stadium, but it's not a stadium. Anyway. Recording it from the home of the Blue Jays, uh, Rogers Arena or whatever the hell it's called. Okay. Whatever the hell it is. Curtis is trying to prove to us he's Canadian. He's. And I just wanted to thank you all again for listening. Um, You're all wonderful and special in your own way. Today I'm not going to say are we done yet. Oh. I'm not going to say it. So keep talking, Matt. Let's hear you actually do a closing outro. This is my outro. Thank you for listening. Are we done yet?